The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle! Dangle! Dingle! Dangle! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dingles and Dangles, a Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am your Dungle Master, Andre Viaplana, joined as always by Lex Simpson. <laughs> I wasn't ready, damn it. Samantha Grubbs. I saw a squirrel today. Red or gray? And Sawyer Wade. Oh, hey, uh, I have some I have uh, some thematic clothing to share. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have on my, my Salt Life hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> salt Life hoodie. It's for uh, fishing. A very at the beach. thin hoodie, incredibly thin hoodie. Yeah, it's for UV protection, not for like heat cold protection. Any anyone who really anyone who who knows anything about the salt life would know that. Yeah, <laughs> these Travis's right, are uh, my bros, man. <laughs> uh, let's kick off with a little recap of last session to catch you guys up. Previously on Ding Dang Pod, the squad ascended Bahamut's tower, killing a fire snake and some magma mephits along the way. They discovered a secret door to the top floor, where they found a blind Father Silicus, who had removed his goggles to stare into the truth of the flame. The party went into battle against Silicus and his bodyguard, a cast iron-clad fighter named Dutch. Oven. As the fight wore on, Father Silicus psychically attacked the party by showing them some hard truths. Polly saw himself refusing to be entombed by his church, only for his father to volunteer in his stead and be led in chains into the city of Babylex. Mendo saw himself leaving the town of Bradoa in the, in the dead of night to avoid showing his infernal nature to his kind-hearted family. Unbeknownst to Mendo, his younger siblings, the twins Oswaldo and Rumi, followed him on his journey but were captured by the prickly pear gang before they could catch up to him. Leaf Jim saw herself leaving the Circle of the Moon to start a family with Figgis, and then her daughter taken captive in an unknown prison after leaving her family behind. The squad then stomped their enemies' shit, taking revenge for the death of Leaf Jim's husband and recovering the Ember Monastery's sacred relic, the Eternal Bellows. It is here at the top floor of Bahamut's Tower that we find ourselves with the squad. Oh, and our squad has also leveled up to level four. Yeah, I'm going to do some bashing with some shields, man. Yeah. Uh, so, some some level up music pl plays from somewhere in y'all's bodies. Ooh. Ding. I didn't, didn't know this was a... <laughs> Ready. <laughs> leveled up. This is a World of Warcraft podcast now. Uh, World of Warcraft, you children. Uh, you guys are standing in this uh, room. The elemental fire that was in the dragon mouth shaped hearth has begun to die down now that father silicus is no longer feeding it uh and you hear a voice uh calling from near the stairwell that you guys came up you've done it my god you've done it bahamut be praised can can we not be shout at shouted at shout, sh i'm Mendo, just Mendo, okay, go I'm and release that that young boy <laughs> I'm actually very, very old. Oh, you're oh, younger than you're, me. You're so cute. I guarantee I'm not. Oh. He's a little old man. He's so cute. I'm going to send the imp after him. <laughs> Where's those bellows? Hey, you got a bus. Uh, the bellows are on the ground in front of you. You see uh, uh, Father Silicus has been reduced to a pile of ash. He caught his own robes on fire. Uh, I kick him in the ash crotch, too. 
<laughs> Once again. Not kick his ash? Not just... Well, now that he's ash, ash crotch crawl. ash, and his ass ash are the same You do place. both? Leaf Jim picks up uh, the bellows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do. Uh, it seems like with just a squeeze of these bellows, you could open up a plane to, uh, a portal to the plane of elemental fire. Oh. Very powerful item. You can feel it in your hands. Oh, wow. This is a... I feel it tingling. I almost want to pinch it. It's so cute, but I don't think I should. <laughs> right? Fire's pretty great, right? Oh. Uh, meanwhile, <clears throat> I mean, Ivan careful. is heading over to the chains, and he begins fiddling with the lock. He uh, <laughs> goes over to Dutch and finds a key on his body and releases this silver kobold. Uh, you see uh, uh, the chains drop around him, revealing his revealing his amethyst-colored robes trimmed with platinum. Uh, they are torn up a little bit, and he's got a swollen eye, but for the most part, seems okay. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> Hello, my name is Aculon. I am the steward of this place, and you all are its protectors. I mean, yeah. just this once. <laughs> just this once is more than enough. We would have... Okay, good. It would have... <laughs> <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> We're not signing on I mean, to a, a month-long thing, sweetie. No, abs- absolutely not. I, I just, I just mean to communicate my thanks to oh. you all. Uh, oh, oh, you're yeah. all welcome, Accolade. Aculon. 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 Anyway, you guys totally just killed these guys. Uh, Bahamut, bless you. <laughs> Well, just like you asked, uh... Is that a good blessing? What does that blessing entail? What is... It, it entail... It's, it's a blessing. It's from Bahamut. I speak from experience. Not all blessings yeah, are Yeah, I also am practicing a religion that is not a cult. So I don't know if I can accept that, actually. Listen, Bahamut accepts all followers, regardless of your religion. Uh, you don't have to be a follower of Bahamut to receive his blessing. Uh, I just I just mean more to communicate my thanks. Bahamut is... A deity of good and of protecting the weak, and that's exactly what you've done here. Well, well, I, I, I have a question. Now, there's still some some bad folks out there. Are you going to be okay up here? Um. Well, I um, I'm not going to fight them. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I I have taken an oath of peace. I am actually a very not, powerful cleric. We're not asking you to bash bonk anyone, sweetie. Uh, we're just. <laughs> oh, I would never. My bonking days are long behind me. <laughs> Mendo slaps him in the face just to see if he'll retaliate. Wow. <laughs> kind of a dick. Kind of thought you guys were the the, the heroes of prophecy. <laughs> I just wanted That's I just wanted to che- no, no prophecies. I just wanted to check to make sure really, he's Really, I have a prophecy. I no, I'm good. I give him two lay on hands uh, HP. <laughs> oh, that, that's quite all right. I I can heal myself quite quite well. I just wanted to make sure your story checked out. There's a lot of liars around here. Well, uh, I would like to hear about the prophecy. No. Oh, well then, the make it short. Come with it's not, me. See, that's not going to happen. They're never and short. He twirls around and just starts walking down the stairs. He doesn't have any like telephone. <laughs> uh, come with um, me. I love history. And you'll see <laughs> in a world of Bahamut's imagination. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, he starts walking downstairs um, giddily. What do you guys do? He is Gene Wilder. Let him keep going is what I do. <laughs> he does. <laughs> okay, good. Well, Mendo, we, we need to find a way out uh, of here, don't you think? The only way is down? 
I'm gonna look around first. There was a lot of stuff. Shouldn't you? I don't know. This, you killed your. I'm gonna look around. All right, I'll I'll follow and listen. Uh, you're gonna fall. Yeah, I go with Bali. Uh, oompa, oompa. <laughs> uh, well, men, are you guys? Leafjim ex- likes the tune. Uh, Leafjim and Polly, you guys follow him down the stairs. Yes. Yep. Yes. While Mendo looks around. Bold Copo. Leafjim and Polly, you guys experience the entire musical that Mendo skips, and, and while that's happening, Mendo, you're searching the room. Uh, around mm. you, you see uh, near this massive dragon's mouth fireplace, you see what is likely to be Father Silicus's luggage. It's a large pack and a small traveler's chest, along with several <laughs> uh, rolled up red and yellow banners of Imix. I'm going to rifle through them as though I he were my house guest. <laughs> uh, not hospitable. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you begin rifling through his gear, you see... Uh, what is a priest's pack is the large pack. Uh, everything that would come in there, all your incense and candles and all that bullshit. <laughs> in the traveler's chest, however, you see a uh, la- uh, a relatively hefty sack uh, of coin, all- along with uh, a few tomes uh, that are unmarked, as well as a, a number of uh, a-, a large amount of writing equipment uh, for. We're talking scrolls, we're talking quills, we're talking inks. <laughs> Can everyone listening in, uh, don't forget to tweet out, hashtag huge sack of coins. Huge sack. You gotta have that pause. Huge sack, second hashtag yeah. of yeah. coins. It's hefty, it's a hefty sack. Hefty hashtag. sack, that's what it hefty was. Hefty sack. Hashtag hefty sack. Hefty, hefty, hefty. hefty. Yeah, you um, you pull a full black garbage bag of coins out of it. <laughs> Just, uh, it's a, you know... You could you could palm it, <laughs> two hand palm it I guess because you're a halfling, uh, but it's uh you know is that palming if I have to use both hands? <laughs> it's palmsing. <laughs> palmsing. There it is. So how was the musical? Was it like was it like ha cha cha? And that's my last song. <laughs> I loved that. That was great. That was delightful. Now for the prophecy. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what, what was that, that whole story, that love story you sang to us about? Oh, that was just a little ditty I wrote. Oh. You know, I'm trying to break into musicals. No, I love it. Was it very nice. Very nice. Thank you. You know, I've been a steward here alone for some time. You know, you have a lot of time on your hands, and Bahamut does not speak directly to me very often anymore. So I'm going to pack... Take all that stuff. <laughs> Mendo walks down with uh, a bunch of shit. Looks like this, he's just teetering left and right. I've got a backpack. It's at least just messing up my spine. <laughs> so broken. Uh, full scoliosis. Uh, uh, you guys... Like I wasn't short enough. All uh, regather. You see that the uh, there are scorch marks where those drippings of, of magma methods were. Uh, but the the actual energy that they were made of seems to have disappeared. There are there's still some uh, cultist bodies uh, lying around, and Aculon just steps uses one of them to boost himself so he can get to the next level of the bookcase, and he pulls a scroll a scroll case out of the uh, scroll shelf. He I'm gonna rifle through those dead cultist things while trying to ignore him as much as possible. Find ten silver. Uh, Yay! <laughs> I'm going to make me a necklace. He pulls out the scroll and whips it open with a flourish. And uh, he, he begins reading from it and looking over it. He puts on some cheaters. <laughs> he says, 
Yes, yes, uh, Bahamut spoke through me. He told me to write this down. This would have been, hmm, 250 years ago that I wrote this one. Uh, uh, it's a prophecy of sorts that some la yada yada yada, some without dragon blood, would come to this place and defend it. I actually thought these guys, and he points to all the dead cultists, were the prophecy makers, so <laughs> my bad. And... <laughs> Uh, he also said that these heroes would be the first in the revival of the Order of Draconica, the Dragon Knights. And so, ah, yes, in my office. You see, he goes over. Uh, this is the room with, like, the five tomes on the pedestals. He goes over yeah. near the staircase. There's a bust of a dragonborn, uh, some unknown dragonborn hero. He pops the head up and presses a button, Batman style, and you begin to hear, like, whirring on the floor below you. He goes... Come with me. <laughs> I'm smiling so big right now. I'm like, yay. He does the exact same musical you just saw 25 minutes later. I loved it even more the second time. Leave Jim has started to tune it out. <laughs> we haven't slept in like... Uh. <laughs> you slept. It is early day. You guys took a long rest in the jungle. Not long enough to hear a whole musical twice. Uh, I don't know. I watched Hamilton twice in the last few days, so... This is not, not Hamilton, though. <laughs> no, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, he begins heading down the next flight of stairs to the grand entryway that you guys entered into. Everyone follows him down eventually. He finishes up his musical, and you see that in the center of the floor here, in what was otherwise a pretty much unadorned room, besides the multi-scaled walls that covered it, all those glittering scales, that there is now a circular sort of uh, open trap door in the floor which he goes over and climbs down into it. He goes, oh, you, you all can join me down here if you like. Sure. Polly, why don't you go first? I'll go first. I really hope he murders us down I there. Hope, I, hope I, get a, I hope I get a third third iteration. <laughs> Polly goes first. It's a horrible Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's not. It's, it seems to be like an, uh, a nice priest's study and apartment. Uh, he pulls out a box from a, a desk drawer and pops it open, and you see inside are three signet rings made of platinum, uh, and he places one in your hand, Polly. He goes, this is the ring of Draconica. This will signify you to other followers of the Order that you have chosen to act in defense of Bahamut, that you are a friend to Dragonkind. I put it on. Put it on the. I don't know. I don't know which finger to put it on. So I put it on like my middle right finger. It's a little tight. Yeah. Leaf Jim calls down. Polly, come down here. Uh, he's got. He's got. He's got cool jewelry for us. Is he Mert? What? Leaf Jim follows. He goes down. Uh, Leaf Jim goes down. Uh, he places a ring in your hand. Repeats the same thing. Mendo really, really, really considers closing the door and locking it, and then goes down. <laughs> All right. Uh, he does the same for you. He goes. This is just a. This is just one token of my gratitude. You're welcome. Uh, I I was there. I, I I feel a little awkward now because I feel like I know a lot about you all, and you don't know much about me. I mean, I saw all that stuff in the fire with all of your families. And... Yes. Yeah. Tell I, us something I... terrible about your past. Oh man, how? Holly. Well, I could tell you how I became the immortal steward of Bahamut. Is it a musical? Just don't sing it. 
It is a musical. Yeah, yeah. Let's see but it. I can also just say it. I can also just say it. Oh, fine. I'll read the book. Well, I was not always a silver kobold. I was once a blue kobold when I was in my mortal life. What's the difference? Uh, the difference would be um, followers of Tiamat tend to be the chromatic dragons and followers of Bahamut and the Sovereign tend to be metallic dragons. This, this uh. isn't a separation that always existed, though. I, I lived as a brigand, as a thief and a bandit, but I refused to join my gang in attacking an innocent caravan, and you know, they killed me for it. But in my death, Bahamut re reached out to me and offered me a life of peace, a life of stewardship over this temple. And I took it, and I've been here ever since, his scholar and his acolyte, learning all of the ways of peace and justice. Oh, well, that's nice for you. Does that mean you're undead? Yeah, that seems a little bit more like like you're, uh, you're building yourself up than like some terrible secret about you, but okay. Oh, oh, I killed a lot of a lot of innocent women and children. Oh, okay, that's, was that's what I'm looking for. Thank you. See, I knew it. I knew it. Nobody would sing the whole <laughs> prophecy that wouldn't be as psychotic and murderous. <laughs> no offense. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, as steward of this place, I am also the keeper of... Bahamut's vault. It, one of Bahamut's many vaults that he keeps on the mortal plane, uh, which is filled with rare and magical treasures. I would like to invite you all down into that place to take one treasure from its keep. Yeah. I do enjoy treasure, so... Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> Lead the ah. way, Akulon. Akulon. Hey, I just, Akulon. just... Hold on. Excuse me. Uh... Dracula? Hold on a second. Aculon. <laughs> I, just, I just want to point out, he just told us about his murderous past, and now he's going to lead us down another dark hall. But I have anyone? redeemed myself. Mendo, haven't you See, killed someone? <laughs> I've killed a lot of people. That's not the point. I have been reading books for a thousand years. And you've probably got some built-up, like, murder... But he Pent also up. has stuff, and I want Absolutely stuff. no capacity for murder. I don't even have a single combat spell prepared. Ah. I slap him again. <laughs> I lay on hands and Honestly, I'm... it's, okay. it's no. been so long since contact that it actually feels good. Ah. I lay on hands another 2 HP. Alright. <laughs> I, I really can cure myself. Ah, uh, but I want to help. Again, incredibly powerful cleric just sworn to an oath of peace. I lean over to Mendo. Do, do you hmm. think Polly has a crush on on Aculon. I'm really rubbing him over here. <laughs> he's he's right between you guys again. Aculon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <clears throat> come on, let's I, go I, just I, for what's... Polly's sake. Fine, fine. Oh, would you? I'll go. Would you like to get the treasures now? Yes. Yes. Yeah, let's go, Arkanoid. Aculon. And <laughs> I will say before you go down there. You must take one treasure, and one treasure only. If you take more than one... Aladdin rules. Okay. If you take more than one, my oath will be broken. So so there's no real punishment for us, then? It means I'll kick your fucking ass. If, See, there it is. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew just it take somewhere. One. I'm very grateful. I'm so happy that you've done this. Frankly, I believe that you all will rebuild the Draconic dynasty that was once ruled over this land in a peaceful and just environment. Uh, so I don't want to hurt you. 
But generally, the right treasure presents itself. All right. He whips off a rug off the ground, and you see there's this big, like, high-tech vault door in the floor. <laughs> uh, he punches in a bunch of on a bunch of like glowing arcane rune keypads uh, and does an ocular scan, uh, handprint scan, <laughs> and then finally twists the vault door open. You hear a hiss and uh, a bunch of steam rises up, and then the vault door is uh, lifted, and you see a hole in the ground underneath it. Polly, why don't you go first? I'll go first. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you you, cr- you climb down a hanging ladder into a massive room. He uh, actually hands you a torch as you're walking down. He goes, uh, "Oh, for the light, so, so that it's, it's a bit dark down there. There's no natural light." Ooh, cool. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna cast fact- sacred weapon, and now my my uh, my weapon glows, and I say, "See, oh, sure, yeah. look at that. D- did you like oh, cool. that?" Uh, well, you can keep the torch anyway. Thank you. Oh, so much light. <laughs> uh, he hands a couple torches to you guys as well. Um, and he goes, uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't sing it. Uh, you guys notice that as you're, as you're leaving, uh, as, as you're heading down into this, into this vault, that the windows of this lower room... You guys remember, you entered at the second floor of this tower because that's the <laughs> only place the door was. So you guys are now on the first floor when you're in his office. Uh, it's interesting that you see, like, his office is lit uh, by sunlight through all these stained glass windows that are around it. You didn't see those windows on the outside. It seems that there's some sort of illusory magic that's making it seem like stone on the outside. I call up to Aculon and ask him, do we just come back the, this way to get out? Absolutely. It's the hole in the ceiling. <laughs> uh, and as you guys uh, get down, you realize, oh, this ladder's pretty long. You actually get like 50 feet down before you reach the bottom of this vault and just shining torchlight around or your 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 sacred weapon, you can see the vault extends well beyond the end of your light. It is a huge underground structure and it is covered in glittering gold and platinum coins. The, it's Scrooge McDuck as hell down here. <laughs> Uh, you, you see various brilliant weapons and armors sticking up out of the ground. You see what appear to be trophies and rare hides. Uh, just everything valuable that you could think of is around you in this room. Man, I bet those cultists are kicking themselves in the ass for not finding this yeah, place. Boy, they had been nice to our good, good friend. Who are you talking about? Ac- Acid Pit? Aculon. Uh, so you guys are in this vault. What are y'all, y'all just like kind of looking around at, looking for cool stuff? Yeah, so would it be like a perception check to see if I find anything in particular? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Investigation. I'm gonna lean, I'm gonna lean towards Ivan. Don't touch anything. Hey, buddy. Oh. <laughs> it's Aladdin. in my anything? nature. Aladdin? He goes, no. frankly, you're gonna have to dispel me if you don't want me to steal like everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 it hurts when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so he like burns away. <laughs> uh, it sends me back to hell. <laughs> okay, well, he made his decisions. Uh, yeah, Ivan has been dispelled. He's no longer here. He'll be back. I didn't get to say goodbye. He's not dead anymore than usual. 
You guys are wading around, <laughs> like, knee-deep in coins at any given point, climbing up <laughs> some coin dunes, uh, and and just looking for that pole. You guys might might be pulled in a particular direction. You feel some force of wills kind of guiding you in a little bit. Um, let's go ahead and roll initiative to see who we can talk about yeah. first. That's a four. Twelve. Nineteen. Mendo. Uh, you're not waiting around for long before you stop suddenly in your tracks as though caught on something, but nothing's there. You look around you and one thing resting just gently on top of the pile catches your eye. It's a what looks like a dream catcher, like a circle of dark wood with golden thread connecting it. Like in a spider web or a net shape in the middle. And uh, you find yourself just reaching down towards it. But when you look at your hand, you're holding the knife that you bought from Cookie. That Polonius bought from Cookie, actually. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. I gave you money back. Uh, it's just appeared in your hand. And you hear a familiar voice in your head. Cut the net. Cut the net. Cut the net. I'll give you all the power. I'll give you all the power you want. Cut the net. Cut the net. Cut the net. Uh, I'm going to try to disappear the knife and just put the thing in my pocket as quickly as possible without looking and or touching it. Uh, you put it in your pocket? Uh, backpack. Uh. My... Us halflings call our backpacks pockets because our normal pockets are very tiny and nothing really fits in there. Yeah. Uh, you it's stick a, it. It's a cultural thing. In your backpack, you just hear angrily in your voice, "Cut the net! Cut the net! I gave you my power. Now do my bidding. Cut the net!" La la, follow me and you'll see a world of pure Baphomet. Who's what's Bahamut Nation? <laughs> Thank you, Bahamut Nation. <laughs> Uh, he finishes the radiant. He does the entire musical. You can hear it <laughs> echoing. Oh, oh the acoustics God. are so good down there. There, there. <laughs> you see also uh, resting nearby is a ring, Mendo. You see a, a, sm a small golden ring. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. All right. You uh, begin heading back. Uh, the voice in your hey head guys, I'm is still going, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go get some air. Cut the net, cut the net. Be safe. You're limiting yourself. You're limiting me and you're limiting yourself. We'll go to Leaf Jim. Leaf Jim, you're, you're wading around. You see a lot of a lot of bobbles, a lot of circlets with, you know. I like bobbles. <laughs> you're picking up a few bobbles like, oh, is this bobble better than that bobble? Hard to tell. Uh, you know, big ass emeralds and... Uh, you know, circlets of blasting and some, some cool single-use scrolls. Uh, but something catches your eye uh, as, as you unearth a scroll. Uh, out from underneath a bunch of coins, you see a little white, like, ping-pong-sized ball rolls out and uh, lands at your feet. Huh. Well, uh, this is interesting. Can I gather anything from it if I... By touching it? Uh, you pick it up and start to examine it, looking it over, and you see that uh, what appeared to just be a like a pearl, essentially, a large pearl. Uh, you, you're turning it over, and you see, uh, as you're turning it over, like a, like a hologram, it's the stages of the moon 
appear oh. in it. Uh, Leaf Gem, this is a Pearl of Power. You can use it to recover one spell slot. Uh, you can use it once per long rest, and it recovers any level of spell slot. Very nice. Uh... Uh, I believe it's on a bonus action. I'll have to look it up. Uh, or you'll have to experiment with it to find out. Hmm. Is this the only thing that's calling to me? Uh, it's the thing that's most calling to you, certainly. You can keep looking around if you so desire. I will keep looking around. I'm just, I love shiny things, and if not only to do it for looking at shiny things, then... Yeah, you know, how often do you get to be in Bahamut's vault? Right. Uh, so Leaf Jim keeps, uh, trudging through... Yeah, I'm weighing my options. <laughs> and Polly... Me! You're wandering around. For a while. Yeah, what kind of what kind of item are you looking for? Uh, you know, I'm just so excited to be here. Uh, I, I'm looking at some armor. I'm saying that's pretty cool. Uh, I like. Yeah, there's all kinds of armor. It's like, ah, oh, is this really my size? Am I gonna have to get this adjusted? Does that even work on magic items? It's so hard when you have a cockroach body, fit, you know? <laughs> yeah, all these beauty standards <laughs> created by humans and halflings. Yeah, what, why is there no appreciation for the long, uh, chitinous form? Okay. Six, where are the six armhole arm... <laughs> uh, They're vestigial you, uh, arms, they don't need their own holes. Uh, you're probably looking for some kind of, like, yeah, weapons and armor. You see these, like, crazy, like, you know cloud from final fantasy swords and shit like that you're like ah oh, this is fucking heavy i'm not i'm like a, i'm not a two-handed what is this guy big ball in the middle of it this is silly okay stupid not not very aerodynamic you pass no, there's just like a gun but there's no bullets in <laughs> what it what the hell is that <laughs> don't even know how it works <laughs> and yeah uh, eventually you, you pull out a set of armor off of a mannequin and you see one of its gloves uh, drops off of the armor, is loosely attached, and a gem falls out of it, like an elongated amber gem. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a looky look at that guy. As you pick it up, it bursts with brightness, illuminating super far out, like a hundred feet into this darkness what was that? as as it touches you and you can just see a hundred feet in bright light on all sides like in a sudden flash and then it goes dim very quickly Ooh, could, could do anything besides bunches and bunches of light uh it seems to be and i will uh let me find my dungeon master's guide okay gonna get the official scoop on this item but this is uh for all intents and purposes a gem of brightness. Uh, you may use a command word to cause the gem to shed bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. This effect does not spend a charge. The second command word expends a charge and causes the gem to fire a brilliant beam of light at one creature you can see within 60 feet of you. The creature must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw or become blinded for one minute. The creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. The third command word expends five charges and causes the gem to flare with blinding light in a 30-foot cone originating from it. Each creature in the cone must make a saving throw as if struck by the beam created with the second command word. Hell yeah. Uh, you get you get uh, five charges a day. They recharge on a long rest. Oh, I'm taking this, man. This is a... Uh... This is just what I like. Some 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 piercing, radiant, eye burning, loving. 
uh, yeah, it seems to very much speak to you and, and uh, connect with your spiritual side. You can feel uh, like the same warmth in your inside of you. You feel when you cast a divine smite when you hold on to it. Ooh, I like this guy. Uh, the Pearl of Power, uh, Leaf Gem, once you, you can use an action to speak the Pearl's command word and regain one expended spell slot of up to third level. Once you have used the Pearl, it can't be used again until the next dawn. It's beautiful. But, uh, Mendo, have, are you, uh, straight climbing the ladder? Yeah. Uh, you hear, seeming to sound a little more, uh, a little more supplicant than previously, he says... Listen, let's just calm down for a second. <laughs> you don't have to take it with you. You can just cut it and leave it and take something else. Slowly climb down. <laughs> what is it? No answer. Tell me what it is or I'm going to leave it. It's 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 what will give you all of the power you need to save your siblings. More specific. I'm going to do it. More specifically, I can't give you any more of my power unless you cut that fucking thread. Thread of? Who? What? <sighs> I'm going to wander back in, put it back down. <laughs> you guys see Mendo's just sitting crisscross applesauce <laughs> staring. <laughs> He's got this ring. He's got this, uh, uh, this, this little dream catcher. Uh, and Leaf Jim, you're still walking around. Yeah, I'm. I come across Mendo. I want to say, and uh, I see that he's considering his options. Oh, that's really pretty, Mendo. Oh, you might catch right. some of your bad dreams. Hmm? Yeah, <laughs> uh, your hat's not working, so. No, well, I was gonna say you could try it again tonight if you'd like. Thanks. I'll catch All up. All right, uh, Leaf Jim. Uh, as as you're uh, talking to Mendo, you see uh, he's. Sitting on this uh, this tan bag, mm-hmm. he's like using it as a cushion, uh, and you're like, "Oh, that looks like a, a little interesting." Mendo, uh, move your butt. Oh yeah, sorry. Stands up and goes to a different corner. Uh, at this moment, you guys are just blinded for a second by Polly's jet. <laughs> he's fucking around with it. Oh, uh, <laughs> the hell! Oof, oof! I can't quite see anything. Oh, there we go. Readjusting. Um. I, I look in the bag. Uh, you look in the bag. Um, or whatever it you is. See, uh, roll a d8. Leave Jim. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> You're planning. A four. Four. Um, you see inside is like just a little void. And sitting in it is this like big bird with an axe beak. I go, Wah! I shot the bag. Wah! You shut the bag. Uh, um, you don't hear you don't hear a squawk or anything. I I don't hear a squawk. Oh. You don't hear squawks anymore. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Um. <laughs> interesting. I open the bag and peek in again. All right. Roll another D eight. No. Why did I do this? It's a two. Uh, you open it again, you see there's this big ape in there. <laughs> just, <laughs> But it doesn't seem to, like, be angry. It's just like... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I wake you up? Uh, okay. Well, my name's Leaf Jim. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you to it. I close the bag. <laughs> close the bag again. Is it just a bag of animals? Um, yes. okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm gonna leave these animals back 
where they came from. <laughs> I, I'm not supposed to take more than one thing, and I want to respect Nakazam's wishes. Akulon! <laughs> Come with me, it's the only song I know from this musical. You're like 800 years old. You learned one song? I wrote it, dickhead. <laughs> one song. <laughs> it needs work. How many songs have you written? I'm 18. You know, you... <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> punk ass. Well, I'm nearly 420 years old, and I have... I've, I've maybe not written, but I've sang a few ditties. I am just walking to the ladder now. Mendo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing? I, I follow Polly. Uh, when they're not looking, I'm going to pop that string. You, Your infernal dagger is in your hand. You slice the string. Suddenly, in your mind's eye, you are in that pale void again. The pale, featureless face which extended out infinitely in all directions that uh, you interacted with in some of your dreams is there again. No longer featureless, its lips curl into a smile, and what was once uh, colorless now begins to fill with red, until it's red all around you. The, oh, the face begins to converge and take on a shape of a massive devil's head, with huge horns sticking out and a classic black goatee. <laughs> I know you make the right choice, kid. I picked it's well. Kind of, and it's then kind of cliche. I just want to... You're back in the treasure room, and you feel fucking powerful. He needs a shave. All right. Uh, you're... I'm going to... Dink, dink, dink. Uh, as a ring, the ring from earlier, uh, pops down a, uh, a little coin dune towards you. I'm going to surreptitiously just kind of shove the broken ring string thing under a stack of coins. <laughs> Grab the ring and just try to keep up. I was like, that's fine. <laughs> I'll take the ring. <laughs> How many rings does Mendo have now? <laughs> you got some serious bling. Do I? I, thought I do or I was it a one? necklace that he... You got the... well, no, I said I was going to make one out of those silver. I was being a jackass. Well, you do have the Sinyat ring, so you have at least two rings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now I'm... You're, yeah, you're a two-ring on... guy now. <laughs> <laughs> working up on those brass knucks. Uh, yeah, Mendo... Uh, you get to the base of the stairs and you go to um, climb it and you just leap all the way to the top. Oh. It's a ring of jumping. Window. Whoa. How'd you get up here so fast? Good living. Good. <laughs> I give him a caramel. <laughs> Thank you. And caramels. These are helpful. Oh, are th is that caramel? Uh, yes, here you go. I give one to everyone I've else. Tasted, oh, thank you. I haven't tasted caramel in a thousand years. A thousand years, really? A thousand really? years, I have a taste a of a thousand. How old are you? Go. A thousand and twenty-five. <laughs> are you counting the years that you were a blue? I am. Those are the twenty-five. All right. Pretty sure caramel didn't even exist. Uh, Mendo, with this, while wearing this ring, you can cast the jump spell from it as a bonus action at will. Sweet. But can, what does that give me? How, how far can I jump? Uh, read the jump spell, wherever that will do. Uh, uh, but How the, about you read and use your eyes and read? Yeah, yeah read the jump spell, dick. Yeah, read the jump spell. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, uh, but you can only target yourself with the spell. Cool. Ah, oh, did we all... My, I feel my oath is still intact, so I suppose we all t only took one thing. Yeah. I knew you all were the heroes of prophecy. Well, we... 
We ought to be going now, Ack. Of course, of course. It's, I don't mean to keep you. It's, of course, been so long since I've had guests. Um, well, you know, we'd love to stay, but there's still some, uh, some, some cultists outside. Right, I mean, right. uh, the cultists who attacked me and tied me up. Do you know of any way we can get around them or sneak up on them? Do we have to get rid of them? Are you are you, are you safe? I do have a secret exit in this uh, first floor chamber. We're just gonna leave them to. He's just. They're just gonna beat him up and tie him up again. Oh, I thought we would route around where they wouldn't. But you know what? They you guys, uh, I guess, didn't alert them on your way in. No. Is that correct? No. Nope. But soon they're gonna notice that the big boss daddy is dead. Uh, certainly the flame has been put out. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, they haven't come a-knocking yet. Uh, but if they were expecting anyone, they'd expect them from the front gates. So I don't know if, if, I think probably just coming out of the doors you came in, if you're trying to catch them by surprise, is probably... Ah. Uh, uh, gang, let's huddle round. We huddle. Aculon goes dead center of the huddle. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> I meant... Just gonna, sorry. Me and oh, boys. I just, I just assumed I was part of the no, no, gang. No. Oh, we'll, f- we'll fill you in later. I'll go, I'll go close the the vault door. It takes a minute yeah, anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Acolyte. Aculon, come with me. <laughs> what do you boys say? Hmm? Should we, should we kill the rest of them, or should we skip out town? I think we gotta, we gotta finish the job we started. How many are there? Let's remember there were three on the roof, four on the roof, another eight. Are you pulling these numbers out of your butt? No, I have an excellent memory. I've been alive for 419 years, and I remember a lot of it. Uh, you guys remember there are eight total, including the ones on the uh, walls. Mm. Yes, like I said, four on the roof and four in the... Three on the roof. Three on the roof. Five Five in the the courtyard. As I said the first time. Yes. Well, one of them was asleep, so we could basically we could smother him. Mendo, what are your thoughts? I mean, smothering's quiet. That's just usually Mendo's thoughts. We just okay. take a take a little time to rest, and then you can do that freaky deaky root killing thing down in the bottom. That's all of them. I'll say just in all the in all of his searching and stuff like that, you guys can have taken a short rest if you wanted to roll hit dice. Oh hell yeah. That's one for every level, right? Uh yes, yes, you do have one for every level. Okay. I don't know if you all have used any today. Nope. Got me an eight plus two. I'm up back up to twenty for now. The rest of y'all, are you guys rolling hit dice? Uh I did, I rolled three, and I got back up to forty. I didn't think about this. I guess I thought whenever we leveled up all of our spell slots went to full uh you know what you guys can get your spell slots back on the level up why not oh oh, hell yeah because you know you're gaining slots and stuff so it's like weird so yeah everyone has all their spell slots cool sweet uh yeah you guys are still in uh aculon's study uh the stained glass windows depicting bahamut standing over a multicolored palette of of dragons uh depicted in the stained glass uh you guys can do whatever you like. Uh, Aculon is just still closing the door. It takes so long. Uh, I, I have an idea. Yes. If hmm. if the sleeping guy is still sleeping, maybe we push him off the ledge, try and get everybody down there so they're easy pickings, eh? It's not your worst idea. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be the creepy one. Just saying. He's a cockroach, man. <laughs> it's, fair. it's like sports, you know? You just got to put all your pieces in the right... Uh, 
I, I like where Polly's going sure. with this. I, I Now, I don't know too much about wars and battles, but what <laughs> if we tried to make them all come out of the front gate? We make them go out in small numbers and we flank them with the three of us. Never mind. It's Ooh, a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we just cut off the head of their entire cult. We could probably just tell them that and they might just go away. Uh, shall I, uh, Akilon, uh, appears and he, he's like, shall I go and look at what the situation is outside so we can plan more appropriately? Yes, that would be great. Thank you, Ak. Uh, Thanks, Acupuncture. Uh, he, he climbs up the ladder and goes to the, uh, second floor, the, the floor with the door. The floor with the door. Floor with the door! Uh, you see he goes over to that door that you guys, you know, you lit those lanterns and it, it caused it to glow and open. There's a, an, a slide so he can peek through. Um, and, and he looks and he goes, Oh, it seems that they've all gathered and are celebrating. They seem to be square dancing. Uh, <laughs> oh, except for one of them. Hmm. Strange. What's the one not dancing doing? Let's see. He seems to be pouting in a corner. He seems to be pretty groggy-eyed. Mm. How many are there? Eight of them. Are they all, in the uh, all, the, all down there? They're all in the courtyard. Yeah, they're all in the courtyard. A celebration of sorts. Maybe they didn't like. Maybe they didn't like their boss. You guys are on the second level. Uh, you guys can kind of hear through the door. They're like, "We did it." <laughs> well, uh, I say. Let's go talk to them, and then now you can use. You your... see, uh, one of them unravels a huge mission accomplished. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where, <laughs> where'd that navy destroyer come from? <laughs> <laughs> Smack dab in the middle of the keep. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, wasn't that like 2005 or something? <laughs> like four, <laughs> yeah. It was a long time ago. All right. Hold on a second. One second. I'm looking up the list here. I just summoned a quasit. God damn it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you see, uh, as you guys are like listening at the door, Mendo is just like drawing a pentagram <laughs> in the ground. Uh <laughs> Uh, really belabored, lighting a bunch of candles, cutting his hand and dripping the blood over it. Uh, and you really, I have to do that to for my pack to change. It's a Damn. it's a ritual. So oh, okay. I'm just that's fair. I'm just flavoring it up. You can decide what it looks like if you like. That's fine. I like it. <laughs> just more fiery. Oh yeah, yeah. You light it on fire like a baked Alaska, and from those flames, uh, you see this gross little, uh, almost amphibious amphibious, like, green-skinned, uh, sharp-fanged little monster appears, and he goes, Ah! Oh, God! I, I actually, unfortunately, don't think they talk. Ah. I think I can understand it, though. Ah. Hey, boss. Uh, not what I expected. Yeah. Kind of a lateral from the last yeah, one. Yeah, pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> Think I'm trying to find your what do you what do you do, Quasit? I can turn invisible. There, that's all I want you to do. Go turn invisible and listen to those jerks out there. Oh, got it. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a grosser Ivan. <laughs> Basically, less devilish, more eldritch, I guess, like a weird uh, kind of cosmic-y looking bug man. He looks like you know what? Uh, he looks like um, the worm guys from Men in Black, but green. Leaf Jim sees it like walk by and come from like Mendoza area and she's like, is this, is this one yours too? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he really grossly cracks his spine and he goes, okay, haven't been invisible for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? My name 
How many? It's okay. up to you. I'm going to call. Actually, I think it's a girl. I'm going to call her Layla. <laughs> I, I am a girl. Yes. Hi, Layla. It's nice to meet you. Oh, I, God. It would take me a year to say my real name. We'll stick to Layla. Uh, it's great Just to meet you, though. In invisible. Throws up. Spot. Oh. <laughs> Just throws up on the ground what? and turns invisible. What a nice, interesting pet you have. It's not a... You feel okay. invisible vomit appear on your feet, Leaf Chuck. Oh. And you see the door cracks open and closes again. Just gonna roll something here. <laughs> you wait a, a beat, door cracks open again. Little uh, invisible <laughs> pitter-pattering on the ground. Uh, and Layla appears. Hey! So I, <laughs> I listened to him. What? <laughs> I listened to him. Well, well, just look, they can't really understand you. What did What did they say? Okay, so one of them is super pissed because he thinks the rest of the guys stole his stuff while he was sleeping. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the others, they think that the uh, the flame turning off means mission accomplished. They were uh, blasting a bunch of fire out into the jungle to burn it down, and uh, they think that they have done that. Looks like we got to kill them, guys. I agree. Um... I agree. <laughs> Do you, Layla? I agree. Layla, I also agree. Akilon here. Oh, yes, Akilon. I, oh, I guess God. we can't leave them here with you, right? They'll kick my ass and I'll have to let them. <sighs> yes, well. Uh. Let's do it for Bama of Mas. <laughs> Bama, truly the most sacred. I've dedicated a thousand years mm -hmm. to the study. <laughs> What'd you do for the first 25? I thought you were blue. I was a brigand, I told you. For only 25 years? Yes. Uh, anyway. Brigands die young. <laughs> only the brigands die wrong. young. <laughs> I wish that was true. Again, I killed a lot of children myself. God, okay. That hey, was a thousand years ago, if you're ever going to forgive somebody. <laughs> Consider this a thousand year, for instance. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll go ahead and pass. Or I will go ahead and uh, do pass without trace on us. So we can. Oh, thank you. I feel so invisible. Oh god, Aculon, would mean, you go sort something? Go go hide somewhere nifty, Aculon, until this battle blows over. I will sick Layla on you. Where did that little monster go? Ah! ah you see Layla just <laughs> invisible starts wrestling uh, Aculon. <laughs> She's pinned me! Oh! Oh! Vomit in his face. <laughs> Sorry about that. Layla, no! Bad! Layla, bad. Come on. I, I tried to slap my girl on the head or the nose. Layla, good. <laughs> uh, just you get all tail because she's invisible. All right. Hey, I could I could blind them and then you could spike root them or whatever that thing is called. Yes, I I Pins had in. a similar idea. Let's go down so I can bonk them. How far are they from us? Twenty feet out and like thirty feet down. So when that comes to distance, how? What's the hypotenuse of that? Twenty-five. We'll just we'll just use the horizontal distance for range. So twenty feet, twenty feet away, uh, for the purposes of spells. We gonna take them all on? Uh, let's say I didn't put that pass without trace. Is it too late? That's fine. Why? Why not? I like tracing without passing. Because if we're just going to, it takes concentration. Wait, I'm sorry. Can I do concentration? Can I do this and like other spells or no? You can cast other spells, just not other concentration spells. Oh, I see. Okay, well. All right. Well, let's just go out on the ledge. And These then... guys are partying. It would not be difficult to get the jump on them okay, anyway. Yes. Okay, let's go. 
All right. We'll yes. Sneak down to the bottom level, and then I'll blast them with in the face, and then you blast them in the feet. Yes. Oh, if if you'd like to use the exit on my study's floor, you could do that. Yes. Perfect. Hop out from. Great. Let's go that way. Let's go. Uh, you guys hop back down uh, uh, into the study, uh, and you see there's this, uh, you know big fancy wooden door I... where there you from the outside you can see is only stone. Well, I, I lean over to Polly and I say. If you want to say any last words to Aculon. 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 Oh, yes. <clears throat> Maybe this um, might be your chance. Aculon, I just want you to know that I really respect what you're doing. Uh, I think that you should both continue to be passionate for uh, your religion and also passionate for musical theater. I think that it's very nice and if at any point there is a postal service to this very, very hard to get to place, I will write you. Okay, bye. That would be a wonderful, we are gonna talk again. Uh. You are going to, you guys are right, I live here. Okay. Yes. I feel like that's a promise and a threat. Uh. You guys are acting like, I mean, you're gonna wipe the floor with, these guys are true weenies. (laughs) Okay, sorry, it's like camp, it's like leaving summer camp, I'm sorry. Hey guys, again, once again, uh, we can talk more after you okay, and I'm, straight obliterate these guys. All right, everybody's being... I'm, being, I'm going to go... I'm going to go on the wall. I'm going to watch from there. Okay. So I'll see you all. All right. Uh, everybody ready? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gym a brightness these guys in the face. Yes. Oh, and I am going to close the door behind you because I don't want them to light my study on fire. That's fine. Fair enough. I've got a burning hands ready. Okay. Uh, all right, so how... About how much distance... Like... What is the circumference of the space that all these guys are in? Okay, so one of them is sullen and <laughs> alone in the corner. The rest of them are all within, like, 15 feet of each other. Okay, uh, then I'm going to use my... Uh, my- Alright, okay, so here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll roll initiative, and you guys will inevitably get the jump on them because you're coming them from at them from a door they don't know exists after they think they've won. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> go ahead uh, and roll initiative, and we'll go from there. I have a 12. Woo! Nat 20! Uh, Which puts me at 21. Sweet. Three. That's fine, Sam, because I want to use my spell before, or I want to use my gem before you use your spell, because then they don't know what's happening. Yes. All right, hit me with those initiatives again. Three for Leaf Gem. 12 for Polly. 21 on Mendo. Uh, Mendo. So you get the jump. Uh, in this surprise round, uh, what would you like to do? Burning hands. I want to get as many, since they're clustered up, I want to get as many of them as I can into that cone. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, what's the like uh, the size of the cone? 15 foot? 15 foot cone. Cool. 15 foot cone. Yeah, you can get seven of them. <laughs> I'm going to do it. All right. Uh, you guys see Mendo bursts open the door, uh, moves forward just a little bit, and then blasts out uh, a cone of fire from his fingertips. Uh, <laughs> they have to roll dexterity saving throws. Yep. Uh, for seven of them. Uh, what is your DC? Spell save DC? Uh, 12. 12. Okay. You see uh, three of them pass, four of them fail. I do 12 damage. <laughs> uh, 12 damage to those who fail. Uh, <laughs> and six to those who pass. Okay. Um, <laughs> Four of them 
go up in flames and are instantly <laughs> obliterated. Uh, there, there's you hear oh. celebrate good time. Ah! Oh my god! Ah! This is what burning feels like. I never would have done this to anybody. <laughs> Uh, and four of them absolutely demolished, go up in flames. Three of them barely alive. Look at his smile. <laughs> oh, Mendo's so proud of himself. Yeah, uh, Mendo is is kind of <laughs> laughing to himself in a possibly just under maniacal way. Uh, Polly, that is your turn. Uh, all right, I want to try out my uh, my my new rock, my new gym. Uh, so I'm gonna use the my third com my third command word uh, to thirty foot cone originating from it. Does the thirty foot cone catch the fourth guy who's still alive? Uh, thirty foot cone will, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's abandoned his other guys. You're celebrating because he thinks they stole his stuff. <laughs> uh, and then you uh, attempt to blind them all? Yep, uh, with uh, uh, my command word is, um, I'm going to say Uranius. Yeah, there we go. Uranius. Uh, Uranius. Uranius. Uh, so you guys see Polly uh, in his gleaming armor bursts out and stands right beside Mendo. Uh, you guys are like, bam, 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 right, right next to each other. Uh, you hold a gem aloft and shoot out a cone uh, catching all of them within the 30-foot cone. They must all make their saving throws. DC 15 con saving throw would be blinded. Fail. 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 <laughs> Fail. All of them are blind. <laughs> uh, uh, as you oh, display your holy radiance, an instant flash, uh, you see all of them look stunned and blinded looking around. <laughs> Does that end your turn, Polly? Uh, and then I'm gonna... How far away are they? Uh, the nearest one is like 10 feet away. You can get there if you use your movement. Uh, how far away is the, this is the sad guy? Uh, he's farther. He's like 20 feet away. Okay, I'm gonna go up to the guy who's, um, wait, how far away? He's like how many feet away? 20 feet away. You can get to him. Okay, too. I'm gonna run over to him and then I'm gonna shield bash him because I want to. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, you run up to the saddest looking cultist who's now blind and you, uh, uh, daze it. <laughs> <laughs> you attempt to shield bash him. Are you try trying to knock him prone or shove him? Uh, I'm, gonna what do you do? I'm gonna knock him prone. Uh, <laughs> All right. And I think that that means so that's my strength against his strength. Is that right? <laughs> this isn't a funny prank, you guys. I'm really pissed. <laughs> he still thinks it's them. Uh, okay, my. Did he not see his friend go up in flames? Uh, friends, plural. There were a lot of them. It's a really not funny prank. You shouldn't light yourselves on fire for pranks, guys. Uh, I shield bash it, but it's only a nine. Uh, is it a... I thought it was a contested strength throw. Oh, right? yeah. So it's oh, contested, right? Yeah, so he has to do his strength. So it's your athletics. Uh, what's... Oh. Did you add your athletics? Oh. Uh, if it's my athletics, then it's ten. <laughs> right? Wait. No, eleven. <laughs> you beat him. <laughs> you got a ten. Uh, you shove him to the ground, you bash him in the head with a shield, and he gets knocked prone. I say, uh, don't be sad. <laughs> uh, Leafdrum, that's your turn. Alright, so I also, uh, I'm gonna cast my spike growth upon the area. It's a 20-foot radius centered on a point. I'm gonna put it kind of in the middle of them. So that way, if they try to walk outwards, then uh, the twists and sprouts of hard spikes and thorns will get them. It's going to be difficult terrain, and 
it will take 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels. Alright, is it only when they travel they take damage, or like they, like when they start their When a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels. Okay, so that'll be at the start of their- when they start there, because yeah. they'll, they have, they'll have moved into yeah. it, I guess. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I, is that a saving throw of any kind, or? Uh, let's see, yes. Any creature, well, the transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look natural. Any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast, aka all of them, must make a <laughs> wisdom check against my spell save DC. Uh, they cannot save at all. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah they, they're they, blind. They fail uh, all sight-based things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so here's what's... I'll just narrow it down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you... <laughs> you uh, cast spike growth in the area. Polly, you know what's going down, so you plant yourself uh, solidly so you won't move. Um, the other guys, all blinded, begin crawl, <laughs> begin running around in an attempt <laughs> to uh, uh, get to some water to wash out their eyes. They are all systematically destroyed and ripped to shreds by Leaf Jim's plants. Uh, their blood soaks into the plant growth. And the only one left is the one who is prone and <laughs> uses his movement to get back up. Uh, and, and he's standing there. He's like, he's like please, <laughs> what's happening? You just hear <laughs> screaming. Uh, everyone he knows is on fire or being ripped apart. <laughs> Uh, Bendo, that is your turn. Stop, or we'll shoot. I'm not moving! I think we're done with them. Let's all just chill out for a second here. Listen, these guys are dicks. They stole my stuff while I was sleeping. I'm not not loyal to anyone. It was us who took your stuff. Why would you say that? Jam Jam? I'm just trying to be honest with him. Is that that Steven? No, it's Leaf Jim. Sally Leaf Jim Grinzai. I don't know you. From High Harvest, the place where you burnt down my family and friends, and now you're uh, going to pay for it, Travis. You know, I was—I think I probably slept through that one, too, quite frankly. Polly, tie him up. All right, uh, yeah, I tie him up. Yeah, you tie him up. <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy's so weak and so near death. Uh, leave Jim, you can cause your spike growth to go away if you want to approach. So, are the other... Everyone's dead, and this guy's alive. Oh, just up. that guy's alive. So everyone's dead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, yes, I call it Extraordinarily. off. Extraordinarily. She walks through uh, the, like, burnt, charred pieces and the, like, viscera of others. <laughs> you see Aculon, and you see he's near the Sovereign Tower, the, the Southeastern Tower, uh, and he pops out from behind a parapet and just goes, good job. Uh, oh, I yell back. I say, hey, if I kill this one, do you think he'll come back like you did? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he's just a dick. Um, and then you guys hear a familiar sound. Boom. 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 Uh, you see uh, a glass of water that's inexplicably on the ground begins to ripple. Who put that there? And Aculon looks over the other side of the wall and he goes, Oh! <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, and you hear... The glorious King Gloop oh, has arrived. Oh, shit. And uh, Aculon uh, uh, looks over on that side, looks over on your side, looks over on that side. He goes, did you guys 
invite friends. No. 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 Unless it's Cookie. Is it, is it Cookie? Older looking man? I'm running. I'm running. I'm getting the hell out of there. Uh, I'm going to go find somewhere to hide. Where are you running? Uh, there, are uh, the, what's a, there are the three towers. Uh, <laughs> the one you came from and two others. Uh, how many other people are with King Loop? Can we see? We can't see. Oh. Uh, you do not know. You're on the you're on the inside of the courtyard. So they're on the other side. Everyone, of the just run. We'll see what happened later. Well, I'm the running. doors are closed. I, I think the only way we can get out is the gate. Is that correct? Um, you can you see the entrances to the towers. Oh, okay. You can. Let's go to. Uh, we can go out the way we came in. Uh, Aculon, is this place being protected by by the dragon dude anymore? By Bahamut. That's a good idea. We'll pray. He gets on his knees and starts praying. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go meet Aculon. I'm running yeah. in that tower uh, wherever we came in. Are we gonna... All right, great. Uh, there's the decrepit Tiamat Tower, and there's the Sovereign Tower, and then there's the Bahamut Tower that you guys were just. Which one did we come uh, in so we could get like uh, out the you, way we? You scaled up the uh, Tiamat Tower, the broken um, one. Do we want to? Okay. Do we want to ice this dude real quick because he might tell him what's going on? Yes. I, I, Sorry, were you t- he's suddenly between you guys. Were you guys talking about me? No. Wait, the Travis? Just bring him. He's fine. He's nice. Bring him along. He's suddenly back on the wall. Oh, oh, oh it's, the, it's the troglodytes. It's the troglodytes. Uh, what, what would you all, what, what do you all want? Uh, and you hear, justice. The fire cultists have oh. killed our people. Oh, oh. okay. So uh, here's what I want to do. Uh, I want to grab the one that we have tied up. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> Carry him over. My name's Travis. I'm carrying Travis up to the um, up to the, the side. I'm gonna lift him up so that they can see him, but not me. And say, one of these fire cultists. You hear, you hear the whole crowd. This is a huge crowd of troglodytes now that you see, like easily thirty strong. Uh, and you see that they uh, that you you lift up this uh, clearly a fire cultist is wearing the flaming robes, uh, and you lift him up, and they all go. Yeah! Kick his ass! Kick his ass! We don't like him either. And then I throw him over the edge. He splats on the ground. Gets brained. Uh, Question. Which floor are we on? (laughs) Yeah! You hear the voice, uh, uh, the blubbery voice of King Gloop uh, breaks through the crowd, silencing them all. It goes, a one man is not a worthy sacrifice. It was two of ours who were killed and burned by their flames. Grab one of the spikes. Uh, we struck a deal with the we struck a deal with the fire cultists. Delivery of the bellows that they wanted in exchange mm-hmm. for the feasts we were promised. Uh, we have but a- the last feast was not delivered. Uh, can you say uh, we have a lot of just like like loose meat? around. Would you like that? The crowd goes apeshit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, guys, get a bucket, and then we all go down, and, uh, and I'm gonna go down and start getting meat into a bucket and throwing it over. Alright. Uh, yes, Aculon is casting Create Food and Water as a ritual, just draws a rectangle on the ground, and you just see, like, full porterhouses just <laughs> appearing in existence, and he's just tossing them over the edge. And he goes, as a matter of fact, and uh, I've wanted the company. And he pulls the lever oh on God. the wall, and the gates open, and all of them flood in around the bonfire. <laughs> they throw the corpses on the bonfire. And y'all got yourselves a little troglodyte party on your hands. Right. Yeah! Turn right. up, man! <laughs> Perhaps uh, Aculon really could sing his musical for us. 
I'm glad I ran uh, away. I've written a new song. <laughs> Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> Did the Trogs dig it? The Trogs wrote this song. He <laughs> stole it from yeah. them just there now. He, yeah, he just... And we are back, and we are in the midst of a absolute troglodyte party. Uh, it is going down. It's a troglodyte party. Sorry, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. It is a troglodyte party. Mendo is looks extraordinarily uncomfortable because all these I'm stinky, find stinky a, people. A corner is... with a fire and a big jug of something they drink that makes it look like they get drunk. And I'm gonna drink that. Uh, this is bringing me back to my university days with the weak ass parties that we used to have back then. Uh, I am just like in my element right now. I'm hitting that keg. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, you, you guys see uh, uh, a, a couple of trogs. These guys like are looking a little healthier than they were when you guys last saw them. Uh, you know that they rapidly increase their health and their intelligence the more that they eat. So uh, you see that they're they're a little bit bulkier now, and you see a couple of them with backwards hats on uh, roll up with a, a big barrel of ale, uh, stick the tap in it, and they're like, "Yo, bro, you want to do a keg stand?" Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Gloop is like, hell yeah, catch that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> is, this a, uh, is this an athletics? <laughs> uh, this is athletics first. So just first do an athletics to do the stand portion of this. Okay, I'm doing a Martina Navratilova uh, onto this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 17. <laughs> 17, you and Martina hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, you do the stand, uh, and, and you see that they stick a... <laughs> They grab a hose from the tap. They start like slapping the side of the, of the keg to get. This is not beer, by the way. This is some. Uh, okay. You don't know. It's fermented something. Uh, uh, I look them straight in the eyes and I say, "Y'all want to see something crazy?" Uh, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess." Uh, and then I shift. Then I shift into a cockroach. Hell yeah! Oh, this guy is weird as hell. <laughs> they stick a tube in your mouth. Go ahead and give me a Constitution saving. Throw. Side note. Like, Layla is totally with them, just going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lay Layla uh, is the tube. <laughs> uh, let's see. Shape-shifted. Uh, I'm also a cockroach, so I have more. I have plus two constitution, so that is a 21 constitution. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are able. You fucking finish the keg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is an unnaturally I just, high. I just picture that Futurama style where like crush the keg on your head. <laughs> People are like, go, 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 go. And then even after they slow down, they're like, go, go. You're still going. I'm not even really drinking. It's just you see my mandibles like dog licking up the, the liquid coming out of the tube. Uh, yeah, some of it gets uh, onto your peach fuzz chin. Twinkie comes out and licks it up. Oh uh, yeah, Twinkie. Twinkie gets drunk. Uh <laughs> Uh, you see Layla does a uh, cannonball off of the parapet into a barrel of, of uh, jungle slime. Uh, Leafton, what are you up to? Oh, I'm just, I'm dancing. I'm doing a square dance and doing a twirl, a, a loop de loop with one of the trotty Are you doing the dance of the people that you just killed? 
<laughs> yes, I thought it, was, it looked really nifty and easy to pick up, so I'm teaching everyone now. <laughs> fire cult is turn all bad. Cool square dance. <laughs> uh, it becomes the dance of their people. Uh, you square dance. You're getting past. You're already okay, Sam. I just your sit dancing is already way more into it than any square dance ever. I just want to put. <laughs> that's uh, more movement. You see Aculon is super fucked up and he just like has his eyes closed like vibing on the dance floor. Uh, <laughs> Gloop uh, square dance spins you around with like just like his pinky uh, and uh, <laughs> Get very dizzy. Uh, you are the ones who took revenge on our behalf for our fallen comrades. Yep. <laughs> yes. They hurt people, and they deserve to be hurt back. Couldn't agree more. You see, uh, those are two of my favorite boys. You know, I mean, everyone in this—we're we're, everyone in this Traglerate family is is close with one another. So it, it just breaks our heart, you know, to see. What were their names? Oh, their names were uh, <laughs> oh, Neiman and Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful names. I I know what it's like. Uh, these. These two boys, I point to Mendo and Polly, yeah. You can call us Hardy and Marcus. They're two of my favorites as well, so. I got that one, Lex. He starts tearing up a little bit. He's like, well, our tribe just got three bigger. And he gives you guys all a big hug and lifts you off the ground. (laughs) Oh, Uh, with one arm. (laughs) Everyone give me con saving throws. He smells like shit. Oh. And Polly, give it with disadvantage because you just finished off a barrel of jungle slime. (laughs) Six. <laughs> That's a nat one. Seven. Uh, all of you puke at the same time. And, and he, he's like, oh, you really are troglodytes. He yeah. throws up on all of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Layla. Oh. <laughs> and sprinklers, everyone. Uh, it's a very scary movie, too. Uh, <laughs> what a reference, Andre. Yeah, yeah. At least it's not a scary movie one. Oh, man, on the ceiling. Oh, yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, you guys dripping wet. The party starts to die down after a little while. Are you guys, like, sticking around uh, for very long? Or are you, you, you looking uh, for the door? Let's go. I, I'm trying to remember. Leafchim's trying to recollect. They were just hired for help for the bellows. So we don't really hate them. They have no other reason. We need to feed our people, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we, just, we didn't kill anybody. I, guys, these are my bros now. Uh, We're bros! We're bros! This guy's fucking weird! What's the, what's the fraternity uh, <laughs> letters uh, for this? Draga Draga Delta. Draga Draga Delta. Draga Draga Delta. This has been real, but, like, we gotta, like, you know, we got some, some work to do tomorrow. Oh, no, totally. Hey, uh, you see King Gloop uh, uh, stands on top of a barrel. It smashes immediately. <laughs> he, he's bigger than everyone. He doesn't need a soapbox. Uh, he, he yells out, why do you say we take this party on the road and escort our friends back to the desert? Hell yeah! They lead sure. a parade procession, uh, lifting you guys up, uh, along with all the charred bodies <laughs> just being <laughs> tossed in the air and caught again, uh, as you guys are led to a little patch of sand out in the jungle after some travel. Well, it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Mimi. Nice to meet you, Gerald. <laughs> nice to meet you, King Blue. I just start saying goodbye and hugging all of them. I give them a... Uh, the, Leaf Jim gives them caramel. <laughs> oh my God. You have a lot of these. 
uh, uh, you see Layla appears out of the crowd and gives you a hug, like, yeah, see you later, uh, you guys. I, I think I've really found my people, so I think I'll stick around. I just unsummon her. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, instead of transporting to hell, she just, like, turns into slime, and uh, oh. Troglodyte drinks her. Beautiful. Circle yeah. of life. All oh, right, that gives well. me the idea for another song. Oh, let's leave. Please, let's it's leave. It's the song. Oh, you guys. God. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we just uh, I'll step into the sand the here. God help us all. I haven't heard all the lyrics yet. Uh, you guys all <laughs> dive through into the sand. Uh, 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 figure perfect. Left field. How much gold was in that big ass bag of gold I found? Oh uh, yeah, you you uh you count it before you leave. There's 120 gold in there. So Kablushi. Uh you guys dive in through the sand and you find yourselves reappearing once again in the sovereign desert in the same just outside of the same oasis that you entered through. Uh your your feet hit sand and all of a sudden you can feel the sun beating down on you, this dry heat. Uh, it's a, it's a, like a little bit later afternoon now at this point, and so very hot. it's very, very hot. Uh, and you see uh, the Cookie's little stand is still there. Cookie is not there. It seems to be abandoned. And um, you see uh, four anchors on the in the sand. Uh, real quick, um, I'm reminded by both the heat and seeing Cookie's shack. I said, oh man, I'm thirsty. And I get out the jug of water that I bought from him. <laughs> I yeah, you drink. drink your first. You're so dehydrated. You just drink a barrel of jungle slime, and yeah, you crack that water. It is ah, cookie came through, man. Oh, doesn't look like he's home. But where where do these anchors lead? Uh, they are the anchors to your ship, which is not there. Oh shit! Oh, that's true. That was ours. Uh, can we do some, uh, some, some investigating, some perceiving, perhaps, uh, to see what's going on? Uh, uh what do you want to do? Tell me what you do, and, uh, I'll tell you what to roll. Uh, I want to think if, I want to think back and think if Cookie's the sort of guy who would just be like, hey, look at this ship, I'm getting out of here. Right, because it's a retroactive, go ahead and give me an insight check with disadvantage. Okay. You try to, you think, you like Sherlock style, try to, like, think back on your interactions with Cookie. Uh, that, that's that's the that. cookie guarantee! <laughs> I would like to know that the first one was a 19 and the second one is a 2, which means that I have an unnatural 1. Yep, can't get a cool. read on it. You can, you can barely remember what Cookie looks like. <laughs> was it, what was that guy, Trisket? What was his name? <laughs> Biscoff? Uh, Leafdom's gonna do an investigation of the, see, like, check the ropes, see if maybe they were cut or maybe the boat's under the Yeah, you the can immediately sand. tell that they, it does seem that they were cut by a knife of some kind. Well, can I see if they left anything behind? Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead and give me an investigation check as you search the area. Uh, you, Mendo, you remember that Cookie gave you directions to his, his little house mm-hmm. uh, southeast of here. Uh, it's a 14. Uh, 14. Uh, you, you do see, like, the scrapings of where it headed. It seemed to head somewhat in the direction back towards the Ember Monastery, just south. Well, uh... Should we follow these tracks? Cookie's or? house isn't. It doesn't Cookie yeah. live around. Yeah, Cookie's okay. house isn't too far from here. I hope. Well, let's let's go see this Cookie guy, this Trisket Biscuit. Let's All do right. it. 
you guys trudge through the desert for some time, hours pass. Are you guys talking at all to each other while this is happening? You know, you, you just had the that we you saw a lot of weird stuff about each other in the flames. At, at the moment, Mendo's pretty quiet. <laughs> Do you think that what we saw in the flames was the truth, or maybe Father Silicus was playing tricks on us? Well, I mean, I know for my uh, religion in particular, it wouldn't be that out of the realm of possibility for them to lock up somebody, a family member, rather than another one. So it seems more more possible than improbable, I guess. I just don't know where my daughter would be then. Oh, yes, I do have a daughter, by the way. Oh. Her name is Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I... Had her pretty, not pretty young, but you know, <laughs> after you were like at least after living in high harvest for oh I don't know about seventy five years, and then you know we didn't think we would have a child, but uh, Figus and I, you know, we had a beautiful daughter, and uh, well, she went on an adventure of her own, and I haven't seen her for quite some time. Appleseed's so. a really pretty name. Oh, thank you. Well, you, you want to know how she got that name? Oh, yes. yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, you see, she she oh, she used to eat apples and uh, the seeds she would she, she would pop them in the fire and it, they made this delicious treat. It was kind of like puffed apple seeds. Uh anyway, so <laughs> full she, of cyanide. <laughs> She used to feed them to the fish down by the creek, and well, you know, ah, uh, good memories, good memories. I just, I don't know. I hope it's not true, but if it is, I don't even know where to start. What are you gonna do now that you've avenged your family? I hadn't really thought of it. I guess now I need to go and find my daughter if she's in trouble. I know she doesn't want my help. But, by golly, she's got to get it. <laughs> what about you, Mendo? What? Oh, well, sh what about your your brother and sister? I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> when we get... I don't know. Well... Everyone goes on their adventure. If that's what they chose, that's... I got bigger. Mm. Well, they should... It looks like they're like relatively close to the place that we're going to be going back to. So yeah, we do need to drop off the bellows, so maybe we can look into it. Yeah, I, I uh, think it's worth it. If you uh, for listeners, Mendo just pantomimed drinking a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get. To, we don't even have our sand skipper. What'd you call I, me? I, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe Cookie can tell us one. We let's just keep walking on. Got any more of that water, Polly? Oh yeah, that pass around the the cookie water. The cookie it water. Does, it, it does taste cookie water. It does taste distinctly like it maybe bath water that cookie had been using. <laughs> That's the cookie guarantee. Oh no, I don't like it at all. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, uh, travel for some time, uh, mostly in silence, just thinking about your own, you know, uh, plot lines. What about mom? <laughs> Uh, eventually you crest over a dune and you see a little, uh, stitched together shack made of driftwood appears, uh, just at the edge of your distance. It's up, built up against the dune. 
uh, with like a small uh, little fence line uh, drawn around it. And you see a little sign on the door says, uh, uh, be back soon. Check the- I check to see if the door is open. It's open. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, we gnomes and uh, and the people of High Harvest are, are very friendly and no one locks their doors. And Cookie's a halfling. I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, you see what it is. It's it's pretty much just a, it, there's, it seems to be a two-room shack, the living room, which you uh, push open the driftwood door and enter. Uh, you see it, it, there's like a little cooking pot over a little fire with like a, a little chute for the, the smoke to go out of, right. uh, as well as a little uh, bedroll next to that fire. It, uh, is the simple. fire still, still lit? Uh, it's not lit. Okay. And did we didn't the tracks didn't come this way from the sand skipper? No, you didn't see any sand skipper tracks around the area. Uh, he it, it doesn't seem to be here. You do see a few um, jugs of of water, and like outside, you saw like a little condensation catcher for him to you know, get some water. Uh, you see, you see, there are some jugs of water of water lined up against the wall, and then you see uh, another door, uh, an interior door, uh, is here as well. I go check that room. <laughs> You open that door and the smell hits you before the sight. Uh, you hear the loud buzzing of flies as the smell of rotten meat overtakes your nose immediately. Inside this room is an absolute horror show. You see what appears to be flayed skin covering most of the floor with blood splatter and entrails all over the walls. And you see pinned up on like strings attached to hooks digging into his flesh is Cookie. He's sort of being hung from the ceiling by these flesh hooks that go into his skin and his eyes are open and staring at you. You see drawn in blood on the skin that's on the ground is a pentagram with black candles lit around it. You see this cookie looks into your eyes and smiles. That's the cookie guarantee! (laughs) And then his face melts off and leaving a blank featureless Face behind. Mendo is very familiar. And he was... He's not the one hung up, is he? He's the one hung up. Oh, he was... Oh, great. Oh, God. (laughs) It seems as though he flayed himself in some elaborate infernal ritual. And then his face melted off, hit the ground. Wait, you're telling me that Cookie did this to himself? I'm going to see if he has any booze hidden around here. <laughs> you find the stash. <laughs> uh, uh, is there anything else in this horror show room? This freaking eldritch abomination of a, of a tiny yeah. little shack room? You see in the center of the pentagram a knife identical to the one that Mendo summons. Mendo, don't do this to yourself. What? Unless Why you, would I... Just, I'm just saying right now. Mendo, I'm not saying you, because you were with us the whole time, but I mean, and there's got to be more than just your knife, but where did you get that knife? From me. You were there, Paul. Oh. Polly bought it. I bought it from Polly. That's true. I 
I remember that. It burned my hand. <laughs> I might be a teensy bit housing a demon. Uh, Just a little and bit. And that is where we will end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cookie! The teensy bit. Uh. <laughs>